0: Welcome to Masala of Cultures,
1: a show by Luisa and Azrin.
0: Join us to connect and grow through differences.
1: Hola Masala, we are pleased to be here with you again. Today we are talking about one of my favorite topics in this universe, food. But first, there is a very important question we need to answer, especially for my Colombian fellows who don't know about this. What does Masala mean? Indian brain, please enlighten us.
0: Indian brain? Seriously? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let me tell you guys what the word Masala in our title means. Masala is a term from India that means a mixture of spices or herbs. Some common examples are garam masala, coriander powder, rasam powder, etc. We wanted to use this word in our title as masala means a mixture of things, a mix of cultures, including the very diverse Indian and Colombian cultures.
1: Out of all of those masalas that you mentioned, garam masala was my favorite one. I even took a big bag with me when I came back to Colombia. I am from a small city and we don't have many international restaurants. So once I tried Indian food, I was confused, honestly. The smell was awkward to my nose and it was so incredibly different from the flavors I was used to. Initially, I was reluctant because of the levels of spiciness and the strange combinations. But now I have to admit it. I am in love with Indian food. I miss it so much especially Biryani. I have tried cooking and I learned a lot, but I'm still very far from what I want and very far from Ashwin's cooking skills.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A big thing that I learned is that food for Indians is absolutely important. All the Indian friends I met carried their own spices to the U.S. and that says it all.
0: Yes, definitely. Thanks to my mom for giving me the masalas and the recipes, especially the one for the biryani. It certainly did win some hearts, especially yours, Luisa.
1: Oh, yes, it did.
0: (laughs) When I first experienced Colombian food, I was happy and content. You know why? For starters, it's not spicy at all like most of the Indian foods. And I, for one, can never eat extra spicy food. My tongue just doesn't accept it. In other news, Colombian coffee is magic. I had barely drunk coffee in my life. Maybe about 10 cups in my 20 years of living. Boom. Luisa arrived with the coffee they produced from their own farm in Colombia. It's called Combia Mountain Coffee, people. There's even a link in the caption if you want to check them out. The point is that now I drink coffee every single day. And the other Colombian food that I crave like crazy is arepa. Arepa with butter and salt in the morning along with coffee is food gas I
1: love the way you say arepa. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I want to explain that in my region, arepa is a type of flat bread, but made out of corn. I consider them as a huge part of Hawaiian. This food comes from the ages of our indigenous ancestors, before the continent was conquered. There are tons of legends and myths around corn, and it is a very important ingredient in Colombian cuisine. One story that I personally enjoy a lot is a myth of Picaram and the origin of corn. This myth belongs to the indigenous Chipcha groups and it narrates a really hard time of hunger that the community was living. I am going to tell it to you. Picaram was a man that decided to exchange some cotton blankets for gold grains so he could fabricate with them God's figures and sell them. After consulting with his wife, he went to the market and exchanged the elements. He headed back with his gold, but suddenly fell in a hole, and the black bird swooped down and snatched the bag with the grains, which fell from the bag during the flight. Picara went to pick them up, but Bochica, a god for the muiscas, appeared. And asked him to plant the gold grains. Pochica told Picara to be patient and to come back after 15 days to have a surprise. Then he disappeared. Picara did what the god asked him and came back 15 days later to find abundant plants with gold colored grains. That was corn, my friends. After that, families started growing corn and hunger disappeared.
0: Wow. I am so fascinated. I've always loved history. Even in school, it was my favorite subject. So when I hear about historical facts and also myths and legends, it feels like we're connecting with an entirely different period in time where things were drastically different than today. Coming to Indian history, it is not complete without spices. Starting from the Asian traders to the Middle East and extending to European traders, all of them have wanted to get their hands on these spices and herbs, especially black pepper. This particular spice is native to present-day Kerala and it is believed to be used for about 4,000 years now. We all know that Christopher Columbus paved the way for the new world, the Americas, to be discovered. In fact, he wanted to find a Western route to reach India and the East Indies to facilitate trade. Instead, he ended up on an island in the Atlantic, which is the Bahamas in today's world. We can understand from this the kind of demand that such spices had in the global market centuries ago.
1: I love this. As Rukaiser said, the universe is made of stories, not of atoms. In this case, the stories about food allow us to establish our identities in a deep way.
0: Guys, the way I reached Louisa's heart was through her stomach with <laughs> Indian food. <laughs>
1: yes, we did.
0: <laughs> and if you have any stories related to food, we would love to hear them. Send us your messages at Masala of Cultures on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and we'll present them in our coming episodes. Thanks for listening. Nandri, Vanakam.
1: vanakam.